We are The Real Guys, this is Siren Radio, and this is The Real Show with two E's. Normally I talk about the music, but maybe not today. And <laughs> But what we're going to be getting into, this is a very special broadcast, because it's the start of our spooky month. It is, Halloween, October. Welcome to Halloween. I hope you all enjoyed Black Widow last week. That was yeah. a bit, bit of a change in format, but... But here we are, it's spooky month, it's October, it's the month of my birthday, some of my favourite people's birthdays, and also of Halloween. So mm. we're going to be doing a spooky-themed month, that means, uh, you know, horror films, ghosts and ghouls and goblins and all that type of stuff. Uh, but we're going to be doing it, let's say, our way. Yeah, I mean, this episode isn't a traditionally spooky film, I don't think. No, no. But it, it's, got some, it's got some spooky stuff, there's some... It's, it's got elements. say it is spooky, I'd call it spooky. Would you call it a terrifying tale? I would call it a terrifying tale. We are looking yeah. at the the Disney Plus special Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, uh, which came out. I think it was it was uh, not too not too long ago. No, uh, October first. Was... October first. There you go. Start of start of October. There we go. Yeah, the start of October. October first. Right uh, it takes. But I'll give you a little bit of a synopsis, and we'll jump into it. Yeah. It's uh, uh, after. After the events of Rise of Skywalker, obviously the First Order is defeated, the, the Final Order, the Sith Order is defeated, and Poe Dameron and BB-8 are flying around being pursued by what remnants of the First Order when they are uh, to crash land on Mustafar, where they find um, the, the Castle Vader, the old castle of the <laughs> Fortress Vader being constructed and being reconstructed into a, a Sith-inspired luxury resort and hotel by Kripal of the Huts. Yes, uh, one of the huts from um, the Freemaker Adventures, which is a Lego Star Wars series, and there they find Vinay, who is a former aide of Darth Vader, who tells them three stories about um, three Sith-inspired stories about how the dark side uh, can like corrupt people. Ben Solo and uh, the Knights of Ren. Then we get a story about Darth Maul and Grievous, and we finally get a sort of alternate alternate uh, timeline story called the Wookiee's Poor. And then at the end, it sort of, then, then at the end, we see uh, Vinay trying to take over the castle. And there's a great battle at the end. And, uh, that, and that's it. And it's all resolved. So that's pretty much the story. We'll, 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 we'll try and know. We'll do our sort of free form review style, shall we? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So, first of all, what was your experience going into this? Obviously, we watched the, 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 uh, the special, the, the Christmas special, the, the holiday specials, Lego Star Wars holiday special. We watched that. We did. Um, we did. We watched it. Watched it together. In fact, mm-hmm. um, we also watched the other Christmas special together at the same time. Um, no, I, I, I thought, okay, I, I thought we were similar to. I thought we were similar to the Christmas special. Christmas special was very much um, 
Christmas Carol, uh, that kind yeah. of style. Um, so I thought, okay, it's going to be like kind of your other traditional Halloween-y spooky films and kind of reference all that sort of stuff and nice bit of comedy involved. And ultimately, yeah. obviously, it's it's aimed at, at you know, a younger audience. So I thought, okay, a bit yes. of comedy, bit of stuff for the adults, you know, a bit of references yeah. to some stuff. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, 40 minutes, was it 40, 40 minutes, 49 minutes? Yeah, about 45 minutes, I think. Yeah, about, about, about 45 minutes worth of fun is what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, again, it starts off with uh, Poe Dameron and BBA. Also, I like this is post Rise of Skywalker. Yes. This is the first sort of content we've got in cinematic form that is post Rise of Skywalker. Apart from maybe it's the one of the episodes of Star Wars Visions, which we will get to. Yeah. Um, I'd like to review Star Wars Visions if you would. Whack um, it on the. Uh, well, yeah, whack it on the list. We've got a list of. Yeah, stuff. put it on the list. Star Wars Visions. It's it like the, the anime series. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, we'll watch that. Um, this is this is post Rise of Skywalker, which we don't normally do. Um, no, it's uh... so we don't normally see post Rise. We haven't seen post Rise of Skywalker for for at least I think until the film came out. But yeah, this is after Episode Nine, so all the First Order have been destroyed, and uh, Poe and BB-8 are, are being in a dogfight, in a space dogfight, a spog fight, if you will, <laughs> against nice. uh, the First Order ties, and then they get hit, and then um, they have to crash land on Mustafar, and they, they they hit the ground and the first thing is there's trees on Mustafar and I got to say that this has actually happened in canon. Um, this has happened in canon that Mustafar is like regrowing. It's got like some of its natural life back and it's regrowing trees from um, something that happened in the Vader Immortal uh, VR game. Nice. There was a VR game where you're, like you're in Vader's castle and like you play like a smuggler and you're like a secret Jedi and you like activate this thing. It, it's a uh, post like Rogue One. I think it's I think it's between. Empire and Return of the Jedi, and you like activate okay. this machine that sort of makes nature reborn on Mustafar. So instead of being lava, sort of like trees start growing and stuff like that. And there's like these dead forests and stuff. And that's what we see in Rise of Skywalker because at the start of Rise of Skywalker, there's like trees on Mustafar and such. So that makes sense. They, they crash on Mustafar and yep. they find Castle Vader, a uh, fortress Vader that was built by Sith Lord Momin and Darth Vader in the comics. And there they find Grabala. And uh, Bash and Ram, who are his two, mm. sort of, uh, what the species called? They're it Itochi, Ikochi. Some, they're, some, there's a Jedi master called Sasei Tin, who is a member of um, that species. We have their Itochi or something like that. And there is like henchmen, and Grabala is in. It's fun to see. Okay, I watched the Freemaker Adventures. It's nice to see Grabala back. It's also nice to see um, these characters are like who haven't been like shuffled away, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, oh, the series, the, the Freemaker Adventures had two seasons yeah. and had a shorter second season. And it was everything was sort of wrapped up. And I was like, oh, right, OK, we're not going to get any of these guys back. But no, it's nice to see them back. It's nice to see Grabala come back. So what was your having not? Uh, this was all new to you. It was. Did you just think these characters were invented for the for this for this? Or I, I had to be fair, I was knowing Star Wars and, and knowing other stuff we've kind of looked into. I I was fully aware that every single character it's a character so i was fully aware that mm. at some point these characters have either been in something or have been mentioned before or have appeared and i've just not known who they are um yeah but no it was a welcome addition um i liked them mm. i thought they were good i thought they were fun um already hitting it off with the, with the horror tropes you're building a hotel on, a, on an old abandoned yeah ship. it's like the shine again it's very shiny <laughs> exactly it's... building on this because there was there was a Sith shrine underneath Fortress Vader, 
And yeah. Portrait Fade was built on that spot where Anakin Skywalker lost all his limbs and the and Mother Mustafar dealt with Obi-Wan. So yeah. That's the spot it was built on. So yeah, it's not and it was also the design of Vader's Castle is like also Vader's Castle is a Lego set you can buy. So do you buy do you buy I any should... buy, do any chance happen to have it? I do actually have it, yeah. <laughs> I did, it was an Amazon exclusive. I, I did have it. Um for, one of these days I'm gonna ask you that question there. and you're gonna say no. Well, Hey, actually, everything in here is pretty much a set. But there's I was gonna it's get rare that this. something is in this that isn't a set. I was going to get onto this because um. Right, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it now. Go on. Yeah, you know, right at the end, right? Yeah. The massive like bionicle thing that it turns into. Oh, if yeah, that's not that a set, if that's not a set, that's definitely been made to become a set because it's mm-hmm. literally a bionicle. <laughs> it's a Star Wars. Oh bionicle. yeah, it is. Yeah. It's if that isn't a thing. It's been put in this because it's only in it for like two minutes. Like five is gone, mm-hmm. it gets defeated. Like, like his mech, his mech suit. Yeah. It's only been made to be made into a toy because it's in it for like five minutes and it's gone. Yeah. Well, no, the, the, an AT-AT turns out that's a set yes. that I have. Um, there's an AT-ST in it. There's like there's new sets as well. There's a there's an Imperial light right okay in the Wookiee's poor section, mm-hmm. which is like an alternate timeline of A New Hope. Yes. If if Luke joined the Empire. Um, and Leia was like a more active part of the rebellion. And never there's, found out Darth Vader was his dad. And never found out Darth Vader was his dad. No, there's um, there's an Imperial light cruiser that shows up, mm. and that is actually a set that came out this year, which is they're, weird. They're, they're up, Most of these sets were more. like they're up to date. I know. Most of these sets were like a couple of years ago, like the eighty eighty was like last year, mm. and some of these stuff was done last year. But that light cruiser that came out this year, Moff Gideon's light cruiser. That that Imperial Light Cruiser is actually a set from this year, which I thought was really strange. I was like, that is really new, that set. Like, we were only just getting it like now, basically, yeah. this month, you know, in like the fall, let's call it. We're only just getting it now, so pff, they're, they're clearly up to date with the with the sets on this one. Or it was added in afterwards, I don't know. Um but yeah, that I feel like the three stories okay, you get three tales from Vinay, right? Vinay yes. is a sort of creepy eight to Darth Vader caretaker who takes care of the castle. And he is like, oh, I will tell you three tales of the Sith. Uh, and he and he and he tells you the story of first the, the origins of Kylo Ren, yep. which was based off, um, I think, the comics. And uh, there was a story about um, that it wasn't actually Kylo Ren; it was the leader of the Knights of Ren. There was a guy called Ren, who was the leader, yep. and they, they weren't Sith or Jedi; they were just Force adepts. They just knew, but they just could use the Force and know about the Force and such. But they don't have an alignment, basically. Yeah, they they can, so they can do what they want. They take what they want. Yes, yes, and they're raiders and such. Yes. And that set as well, the Knights of Ren ship, the Night Buzzard, it's called. That's a that's a set as well. Um, the Ren minifigure was never made, but the Knights of Ren are pretty much all there. They're available in like Rise of Skywalker sets, like yeah. Kylo Ren shuttle and such. So, so what did you think of that first that first story? I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I like. Kylo Ren as a character, I think, as far as the new yeah. the new trilogy goes, he's one of the only saving graces. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate the new trilogy, to be fair, but he's definitely more of a standout character. Um, I like to be fair, I like it when things explore backstories, but not canon. If that makes sense. Yes, yes. Like, I like it when you see other, like what Marvel's doing with What If, where you just see other things. Oh I like yeah, that. yeah. This is yeah, very much. This uh, this probably takes inspiration very much from What If. Um, yeah. Or. Like, yeah, because I always say that the Lego stuff isn't canon, but it also is. It's like in a yeah. gray, I call it in a gray area of canon. Well, yeah, exactly. yeah the, ev- the events may have happened. They may not have happened this way, but yes. they did happen. Yes. 
Um, I thought it was good. I like I like I like the little section of that. Um, mm-hmm. He's you know, it, it doesn't know why he's lifting rocks, and lo and behold, it, it comes handy. He does. He kills them with a bunch of rocks. Yep. What a way to go. That's a yeah. One of the worst, most embarrassing ways probably someone had gone. <laughs> so that was Christian Slater voicing Ren. Did you know that? I didn't. I do not. Oh. I, I don't really know the cast for this, to be honest. So, oh, well, I've got the cast up here. Yes, I thought you some of the cast. Some of the cast come back from uh, come back from the Clone Wars. We get, um, in the Darth Maul and General Grievous section, we get uh, Mother Towson in um, the Night Sisters, leader of the Night Sisters, Mother Towson. She's voiced by uh, Barbara Goodson, who does her in the Clone Wars. Um, by, we get uh, Matt Sloan as by, Darth uh, Vader. Who, hmm? Yeah, by, by General Grievous, do you mean... Uh, General Quivus, because he's Queezus. Yes, yes. Um, General, General Quivus, because he's coughing Quizus, for some reason. Good joke. Yeah. Thank you. We have um, uh, James Arnold Taylor comes back yep. as Obi Wan Kenobi, who does him in the Clone Wars. Um, I think that right. Watto turns up in the Walkie's Paw, and I yeah. swear to you, I think that's the same guy. It sounds yeah. He sounded dead on. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking now. I wonder if it was the same. Yeah, it's the same guy that did Water back in 1999. I'm gonna be. I if don't not, think it is, but but not, he, but it's he either sounded a, dead on like. Yeah, it's either a really good sound alike. Yeah, or it's, it's a good sound alike for Water. Or or it's a Toy Story for Mr. Potato's Head situation where it's old recordings that have been maybe possibly put together, but um. But with it's good to see how from the towers and back of the Night Sisters and all that, yeah. and with Darth Maul. Um, again, it's it sort of recaps the events. That was the I think that was the Clone Wars arc you recommended. Um, it was a few yes. months ago. That arc of Darth Maul coming back using the Night Sisters. So again, we have um, James Arnold Taylor did Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, and we have Matt Sloan who did Darth Vader. And Matt Sloan is basically like the second guy. Who does Darth Vader? If you don't get James Earl Jones, yeah, you know Matt Sloan does him in the video games like Battlefront and and Force Unleashed and stuff like that. Mm. He's like the secondary voice for Darth Vader. So, and then of course Sam Witwer comes back for Darth Maul, who who played him in Solo, played him in the Clone Wars, and played him in Rebels, and then we yeah. get Matt Wood, who plays the Battle Droids and um, General Grievous. Yes. did him in uh, the Clone Wars as well. So. It's it's a good it's a good cast. To be fair, I like the Clone Wars cast. We spoke about this before. Yeah, um, the Clone Wars voice cast is amazing. So if if they can just keep bringing them back, yeah, keep bringing, yeah, sure, <laughs> just keep bringing them back. And I love the fact they're all game for it. Yeah, I love the fact that to like almost give it like a level of legitimacy, right? Almost yeah. give it a level of legit, a level of legitimacy. They bring back all the all the cast voices, and I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. The fact they can get people back, it it makes it feel like you're watching. You know, you're not watching a bunch of sound alikes reading off like a two penny script. You're yeah, actually exactly. you're actually what listening to the character of the characters as voiced by the actors that do it. So I think yes. it's I think it really adds a nice bit of legitimacy. A bit of continuity as well, hey. Look. Exactly. Exactly. So, out of the three though, I think the second has to be my favourite. Uh which one was that again? Is that it, the it's 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 the Darth Maul versus General Grievous story for uh, which is yeah. I Most of these that. things have basises in canon, I think. Yeah. Like the the what the one with Ren, the one with Kylo Ren was based off the comics where yeah. Kylo Ren is influenced or Ben Solo is influenced by by the Knights of Ren and Ren and then eventually takes over. Um 
takes over leadership of the Knights of Ren. But it yeah. was it was the Vader sorry, the the Maul versus Grievous story that I thought was really interesting. Because yeah, the whole saber that makes you mad thing doesn't actually exist in canon, but it might be based off the fire saber. Because mm. I was just thinking legends that was called the Fire Saber, and it was like it wouldn't make you mad, but it was like a t- an intensely powerful, like an unstable lightsaber, basically. Yeah. Where it's like all crackly, like kind of Ren's lightsaber. Oh, that's it's a like cool. All... That's a cool saber. I'd happy. I'd be happy if that came. Down. Yeah, yeah. It's not called like the Saber of Scardock or whatever they call it. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a it's a Fire Saber, and it's like an unstable lightsaber. I think it might be, it might have been based off that. That makes um, sense. And. Grievous has fought more before in canon in the Son of Dathomir comics. Yeah, it was going to actually be a Clone Wars series, but I think Clone Wars season seven was was scrapped initially when Disney bought when Disney bought Lucasfilm and like the Clone Wars was cancelled. But then they brought it back on Disney Plus, you know. Um, but they could only have a limited amount of arcs, so yeah. several arcs got got um, removed. The Son of Dathomir arc was another one with Darth Maul basically taking control of sort of the Mandalorians and. Um, Using them to sort of get revenge on Count Dooku and yeah. uh, General Grievous. Uh, General Grievous was sent by sort of Lord Sidious to sort of free Dooku, free, free Dooku, and um, Grievous fought Maul in that. So did he uh, end up with all of his limbs cut off? No, he didn't end up with all of his limbs cut off. I was annoyed that Grievous lost that fight. I really? Mean, General Grievous is always getting a bad hand in Star Wars canon, and yeah, in Legends sure. he's an absolute murderer, but in canon well, yeah, he's such a fair, he's such a puss. To be fair. I yeah, I remember like Clone Wars Grievous and also the animated Clone Wars that we watched where like he kills um Shar Gi. The two yeah, uh, the, the, the two thousand three the two thousand three Clone Wars Grievous is a monster. Yeah. Like, um, but this, uh, yeah. this Canon Grievous is just I think he's so cool as well. What annoys me is Canon Grievous is, is looks amazing. He's got got by far the best look of them. Yes. And Matt Wood's voice is great. Uh, he's got everything to be this, but in canon they just never let him shine. I think in no. the Clone Wars he's always losing battles all the time. He's always running away. I'm like, oh, come on, well, this I, need, thing. I need a decent. Like, he's a guy who who um, becomes grievous and then has four lightsabers, and you would think it'd be a bit more, a bit more dominant. He's, 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 he's got awesome. such of a fierce reputation. That's the only yeah. thing. Everyone's like, oh, General Grievous, he kills all these Jedi. Oh no! But all he's doing in those series is running away and losing fights. <laughs> Yes, like, and he also not, has... That's not a feared warrior. He also has, like, my favourite ship. In one of my old videos, I mentioned this. He, his, his ship was my number one. Oh, the fight... The Solus one. Yeah. Is, is, um, is, is, is Starfighter. Yes. And no, hold like... on, let me, let me find the name for that. I can find it. Um, the class <laughs> name for it. Because it, it is... Uh, this is Star Wars here. The Solus no, one is a... Um, Oh, here we go. Do you want a name? This is a bloody. This is a bloody name, Corey. You ready for this? Okay, hit me. The Solus One is a customized Fetan Otra Scalable Assemblies Bellabub Twenty Two class starfighter. Nice. And was the personal ship of General Grievous, the leader of the Confederacy of Independent Systems Droid Army. Mm. Um, oh, this is a funny bit of trivia. However, because Grievous generally used this fighter to retreat, some opponents nicknamed the ship the Spineless One. Nice. So yeah, it is um, the Solus one is a Fetan Otro Scalable Assemblies uh, customized Bielabov Twenty Two Heavy Starfighter. Yeah, I mean he so that, that's... he lost to Maul because he, he's general is ill. He's coughing all the time. He he's can't coughing. talk. Look, look, this is the first time that, <laughs> that they've said General Grievous's actual name. 
yeah. in canon. Yeah. Because in Legends, they never say it in Legends either. But um, in canon, this is this is the first, well, not in canon, in, in any media, right? This is mm-hmm. the first time General Grievous' actual name has been said. And it's um, it's Kwaimen Jai Shilal, which yes. um, he's, he's a Kalish warrior. He was a Kalish, and he was uh, basically... The Kalish were at war with the Huck, and uh, then General Grievous was like this very feared warrior, and his nickname was Grievous because he was this very deadly combatant. He killed all these Huck warriors, and he had like a wife and everything, and his wife died. And then the Huck basically called the Republic for help, and that's why Grievous hates the Jedi, because mm. the the Kalish were basically treated as a terrorist force, because um, the Huck were democratic, and then the Jedi came in and like wiped out all the Kalish at the point when it was just um, Grievous who had survived, and then he got he was escaping, and Count Dooku arranged for him to be blown up in this shuttle crash, so they could refit him as a cyborg, and eventually make him into a tool for the separatist war machine. So that was his origins in Legends. They've 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 hinted at that in canon, but they've yeah. never outright said it. Like they, they, we know he's a Kalish. Um, we think we know. They've I think that's his name in canon as well. Um, his actual name, and they've said that like he he took on cybernetics to like compete with the Jedi or yeah. something like that, or because he didn't have force powers. I don't know. It wasn't like we we don't know a minute what happened. So we know that the Kalish were in a war against the Hark, yeah. and we know that he gained some vendetta against the Republic, maybe by the use of the Jedi. We're not sure. So. It's much more clearer in Legends' origins than it is in canon, but that's the case for a lot of things, I think. Yeah. I hope so. I hope for one day we'll get a novel about Grievous. That would be nice. Because <laughs> that's the best I can yeah. hope for. Because you get a lot of them in Star Wars. Like, I know Tarkin has a novel, and um, most of these sort of secondary villain characters do get, like, sort of defining uh, comics or novels like Kylo Ren and stuff like that, and Darth Maul has a, has a comic as well. So... I can hope for a Grievous book or a Grievous comic down the line that explains his origins a bit better. So, yeah. I really like him. I do. I really like Grievous, and I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. So, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. And the back and the back and forth banter between Grievous and Maul was very fun. I was seeing shades of Son of Dathomir in it. I was like, they're not just trading jokes at each other. These are like so they're legitimately threatening each other, and I and I appreciate that. You know, Grievous is like, oh. We can't split the sword in half like you got split in half. Ha ha. Mm. And I was like, you know what? That's all right. That's a good line. It's, I, I mean, yeah, it's uh, out of the three. It's definitely my favorite. I think my least favorite is probably the Wookiee's Paw, maybe. Really? I Okay, I, I can see that. I can see why. Yeah. I, I can see why. I like the aspect of, of, um, the change in the, in, in, yeah, the sides and that sort of stuff. But also, I kind of just like, seeing Kylo Ren's thing and just the seeing him do his timeline. thing. Well, yeah. there's a couple of things to this, actually, because um, there's a couple of things to this. Because there was a, there was a comic series called Star Wars Infinities hmm. that ran for a few years, and it was basically Star Wars What If, right? Yeah. It was like, what if um, the, the Death Star actually destroyed Yavin 4 and, you know, the Empire won? What if um like there was a weird one that's like what if han solo stayed blind or something <laughs> like han solo got carbonite sickness and he was released he couldn't see right 
Okay. So what if like Han Solo stayed blind? There was like a weird. They they do weird ones, but there was also like sort of big ones. Like you know, what if Anakin wasn't the chosen one? What if it was someone else? You know that kind of thing. Like what if Obi Wan yeah. was the chosen one or something? Stories like that, you know. Makes uh, sense. But it was basically a Star Wars what if, and I feel like that was the closest we're ever going to get to seeing a Star Wars what if. Yeah. That uh, the Wookiee Paw, which was a pretty. I think it was. I think it was a, a good story about Luke sort of being in joining the Empire and Leia being a part of the rebellion, and even down to playing the same music when they're when they're running through the hallways of the Death Star and they get to the chasm and Darth Vader, Darth Vader's on Luke's back like Yoda and and he kisses him and he goes, Oh, for luck and they swing across the they swing across the chasm and the music's playing. It was I had I had a good time I had a good time with it. And I saw, you know, pretty much everything mm. um, first time, which is which is good for me. Um yeah, and then he goes from like a pilot because the power of the Wookiee's paw is to give you whatever you want when you say it, right? He says, yes. Oh, I want to join the Empire. Oh, I want to get off Tatooine, he says. And then the guy comes up to him and says, You, do you want to join the Empire? You know, it, it reminded me of that, of the Darth Vader meme. Have you seen it? Where he's like, Yo, dudes, the Empire's pretty chill. <laughs> oh, I have, have not seen, seen that? that. I have not seen oh. that. There's a, I, there's I a, don't frequent the internet enough to see that. <laughs> there's a Star Wars animated series called, called Star Wars. Um, it's a good. It's called Detour. I think it's called Star Wars Detour, and right. it's basically an animated series. It's like Robot Chicken, right? Yeah. And there's a there's a they play M, this Imperial recruitment video where it's Darth Vader basically rapping, and and like doing cool sick moves. And he says and he says, "Yo, dude, the Empire's pretty chill. Maybe you could like join it or something." <laughs> and I felt like that was sort of the tone they were going for. Okay, but, fair enough. Yeah, he, he becomes a stormtrooper and he's like, oh, I want to be a pilot. Yep. And then Grand Moff Tarkin walks up and goes, hey, you, you can be a pilot. And then and then he gets to um, and then he gets to uh, to be a pilot and and he and he flies around on a Tie Fighter and then they go, you, who is the best pilot? You must help me. The, the rebels are attacking the Death Star and it's Obi Wan and and Leia. Yeah. So. But then it all happened, like it all happened, like somehow Obi-Wan must have got the Millennium Falcon to go and rescue Leia from the Death Star, and they're both flying X-Wings in the Battle of Yavin, so, so it's, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that, I enjoyed that little one, and then Luke does this, Luke accidentally destroys the Death, accidentally destroys the Death Star yep. by misfiring his proton torpedoes and shooting them into the exhaust port, which blows up the Death Star. Um... And then Darth Vader's like, you're going to be the most famous pilot for destroying the Death Star. <laughs> and like, that's how he was anyway, but it was done in this way with Luke being on the dark side. So Yes. And then the whole sort of episode ends with, I like that we have the three stories, but we also have our own plot that's done without. Yeah. It's done throughout. Like, Vanet yeah. activates all the battle droids that they've been using to build this, to build this hotel. And... Um... And then all the battle droids attack, and we get the fun scene of of Grabala and Poe and BB-8 and um, the kid who's called uh, Dean. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Dean, all all running from from the battle droid army who are who are, um, who are attacking the castle. So and then it leads into a big fight between Yavane yeah, like gets like a mech suit. Yeah. A big Lego mech suit, and and tries to fight Poe. Poe has to get into the ATST Walker. And then this droid that's been helping Vinay, um, which looks like one of the Death Star droids, 
gets in uh, an AT-AT and they have a fight and then pushes the AT-AT over into the lava river and then Vene falls in there as well. Well, he, he, he jumps in. Yeah, he jumps in. He jumps in after... Um, <laughs> well, he has a Sith holocron, doesn't he? Yeah. And the Sith holocron powers the, powers the mech suit. Yes. And then it gets taken off of him literally straight away. Yes, yeah. But I like that they were I like we've seen sort of Sith artifacts that have that have relevance. Yeah. Like there's um the saber, which I don't think exists in Canada or anywhere. I think that's an original creation. Sith holocrons do exist. We see them in Rebels and, and other media. There's some in the comics as well. Uh the 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 Rookie's Paw doesn't exist. I think that's something that was made up as well, but I think that's a reference to like um I think it's reference to another story about uh, that sort of wish, careful what you wish for, kind of kind of message. Yeah. And and then we have um, the story about Kylo Ren, the Lost Boy, which is based off the Lost Boys, the film. Yeah. Where uh, I think I might have had, actually had Christian Slater in it, so I, I think that may have been That's a reference. Probably, yeah. To, yeah. I mean, I've um, I've not seen it, so I can't comment. Okay. So so I think there might be a reference to that. And but it was good to see those things. It was good to see the things like Luke's Jedi Academy, which we hadn't seen before. Yeah, that's true. And, that's a good point. And um, more, but more work with Ren, more work with um, with Luke and the Empire, and the more on General Grievous's relationship with Sidious, which we didn't really got, which we didn't really have much much of in canon. Um, and Darth Maul's other like all those legs that Darth Maul had. I yeah. feel like they would have, like he always had like a BB-8 bottom, didn't he? At one point, yeah, the BB-8 bottom. Uh, he had the cr- he had, they're like the first legs he tries on those robotic like chicken legs, right? Yeah, they're the ones he has in Legends. Yeah, and he has them in the start at the Clone Wars. At the, he doesn't have them for long, but he has them in the start at the Clone Wars when he actually come, when Darth Maul does return. Yeah, and then the legs he has the spider legs. Yes, yes he does have in canon as well in Clone Wars when we first meet Darth Maul on the on the junk planet on Lotho Minor, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, his brother Savage uh, Savage Press is looking for him and finds him on this junk planet, and like the top half of him is welded to this spider, this sort of spider thing that's being held together by the Force and like by met- pieces of chunks of metal and stuff that's flying around, and it's really cool. It's a really cool visual. That entire episode you recommended the arc. So I did. That entire episode is just amazing. Sam Witwer does so well, but um, yeah, the, the, both of the legs that he uses, um, I think, are are in canon. Well, I know they're in canon, so. It's. I mean, it was. It was. I. I liked. It. I'll let you talk now. I'll let you talk now for a bit. I mean, I think we've essentially covered most of the basis. I mean, it's as as far as as as, as a special goes. Um. Like 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 we said, we reviewed the Christmas special. Um, and you asked me a couple of days ago behind the curtain, open the curtain a bit behind the scenes. You asked yeah. me um, yesterday, did I prefer the Christmas special? Um, mm-hmm. and I think I did, not by much. Um, and we'll get to that when we get to the ratings, because I've got I've got the original Christmas special ratings for, from both of us. Yeah. Um, and this is getting lower than my Christmas special one. Um, OK, OK. But not by much. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still overall, it's in, it's in a similar vein. I mean, I, which one do you, do you prefer, Christmas or Halloween? Which one is your favourite? Feel... We'll find out rating wise, because I've got we a feeling will. we'll say one's your favourite when you end up rating the other one higher. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I like this more. Yeah, 
because it brings in more stuff from the Clone Wars. It brings yeah, in more stuff from the general Star Wars and things we haven't seen yet. You know, Darth Maul, yeah. General Grievous. We don't have those type of characters in in the Christmas special. Um, True. Again, it brings us sort of new mini, sort of all these new minifigures. We've got, we've never had a Lego Mother Townsend or Lego Night Sisters that exist. You know, we've never had a Grabala the Hut figure or or anything like that. So I'd like some of these things to actually come into come to being. You know, um, well, like the zombie battle droids that I thought was a great concept. I think that was also in Clone Wars as well. There was a Clone yeah. Wars episode where on Salukamai, where you, I think we talked about this in that Bad Batch episode, where Cutler Quain and his family are like. I have, uh, have take Captain Rex in, and Captain Rex is wounded on Salukamai in the battle of the battle. And he's taken in by this deserter clo- clone, Cutler Quain. And uh, one of the one of um, the escape pods from the Separatist fleet lands in like Cutler Quain's farm. And it's like these zombie battle droids. They're like running low on power, but they're like, look at this, this will to murder. And they're just crashing through doors and stuff and shooting shooting wildly. And it's, like, like, it's like a zombie film. And it was really good. And it was like it was like this as well. The, the best joke in the I thought the best joke this entire thing was the shining reference where the this one battleboard has an axe. I don't know where he yes. found it. He has an <laughs> axe and he's crashing through this bathroom door to come and get Grabala the Hut and he, he bashes through the door and he sticks his head through and then he goes, Here's B one one four nine five nine six Uh you're close. You're close with the numbers. I, I was guessing, I don't know them. It's it's B one four nine. So B one four nine six one one three eight eight one five and then it gets dragged away before it could finish his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, he gets, gets like post, punched to death or something. Cause all you hear is like ting, ting, ting. Oh, maybe he gets smashed by something, I don't know. I'm just imagining someone like just proper like sat on top whacking him. <laughs> whacking his head, yeah. yeah. Um So I like that. And those I I, the, I I feel like we need more we need more battle droid content. What happened to those? True. We need... Yeah. I enjoy a bit of battle droids. Uh, we like the battle droids. So, and and again, it shows that sort of era of Star Wars where the battle droids are still around, even though they're probably yeah. more than thirty years old at this point. Unless Grabala the Hawk found some kind of factory that was making them and was never used, or something like that. And or that, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's all these all these things are quite old now. I should think like eighty eighties and eighty sixties, Imperial eighty eighties and eighty sixties weren't used for more than. I don't know what 30, 30, 40 years at this point, because they were around. They were around when the Death Star was constructed, and that was in zero BBY before the Battle of Yavin. So then there's a timeline here. There's actually a timeline here. If you go to Wikipedia, nice, and you look at this special on Wikipedia, there's there's a timeline, and it says that the actual events happen after thirty five BBY at the, at the castle. Then the the prelude is twelve BBY. Um, the first flashback is twenty eight ABY, um, which is after the Battle of Yavin. The Battle of Yavin is like the point where every, where the timeline starts from. Yeah. Um, twenty BBY. That's twenty years before the Battle of Yavin is the second flashback. Um, and then oh, that one must have been the year the Death Star began construction. That's interesting because it took twenty years to build the Death Star. Do you know that? I did not know that. In canon, it took 20 years to build the first Death Star. Nice. Do you know how many years it took to build the second? Five. Two. Ah. <laughs> I knew it was less. It was much less. <laughs> it was much less. I knew it was less. Actually, I think it might be five. I, I think it's two. Hold on. I'm just going to... We're going to do this in the... Uh... <laughs> 
four ABY. Oh no, it was two. It was it was building two years. I was right because okay. it was destroyed in four ABY. Yeah. So that way it took them two. Unless they were building them at the same time, and I don't believe that because the second Death Star was was much larger than the first one. Yeah. But the, the, but they built it in two years. And it was to, and it was. Oh, they took, oh, they built it in four years. Maybe maybe they built it in four years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but four years and twenty years are two very that lot. That's a massive gap. <laughs> I love the fact that you're just trying to <laughs> figure this one out. I'm trying to rationalise it. Exactly. That's that's a massive gap between construction, and it was maybe they were building them at the same time, or like. Or like Palpatine got halfway through the construction of the first Death Star and thought, hold on, we could do with the second one of these. Start yeah. building it now. And it took like it took like what, eighteen years instead or something. Yeah. But that's that's a massive disappointment. How do you build something that large in four years? I know it wasn't finished. The second Death Star wasn't finished, there's was still bits hanging off the side if you look at it. And yeah. And it's got bits hanging off the top and the super laser wasn't ready or whatever it could it couldn't fire at full capacity. Like the first one like the first one could. Um but yeah, still, that's that's a massive gap in construction. Hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyway, sometimes I don't know. That's that's just gaps in Star Wars logic that I yes. that I managed to find. But right, let's go. Let's rate this. Let's rate this special. Yes. Okay. That sounds good. I'll go first. Okay. I put some thought into this. Ooh. I was thinking. Well, I I enjoyed it very much. Characters yep. were good. Story was mm-hmm. fun. Um, it was nice seeing Lego sets I actually have. That was good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got that set. I've got that set. You know, um, uh, I don't have the light cruiser. I'd quite like it. Maybe by this time next week, I will have it. Um, nice. But um, and I think I'm gonna give this a eight. Okay. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, it would have gone a nine, but I'm not. I'm. I'm not too sure about what what the ramifications of giving it a nine would be. So okay. I'm going to give it an eight instead. Actually, I'll give it an eight point five. I'll boost it up a bit. Okay. I'll give it an eight point five. Okay, that's fair. That seems fair. I- I'm giving it a seven. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was good. It was enjoyable. I liked it. Um, I think I just preferred the Christmas one a, l- a little bit more. Um, I enjoyed the references. I think also it's kind of hampered by the fact that I don't know Star Wars lore and I haven't seen Lost Boys so the only references I got was for Shining <laughs> right okay okay and the possible uh, Lord of the Rings reference at the end Lord of the Rings reference oh well, yeah. well, with the golem in the in the yes. lava river yeah, yeah okay. Um, okay other than that I didn't get any references uh, and any of your lore I don't know who the characters were so I think the Christmas specials that's kind of why I prefer it because I knew more about it um, yeah, and so we gave the Lego Christmas special. I gave it a seven point five, which is higher, point five higher than the Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave the Lego Christmas special a seven, so you've got a one point five higher. Oh dear! <laughs> I re- right, looking back to it, maybe I would have given the Lego Christmas special more. Yeah, maybe it was my, maybe it was the I gave it more. of the. F- <laughs> I gave it more than you did. Yeah, maybe maybe it was the stench of, of the first holiday special that was still lingering in the air at this point. Uh, I mean, yeah, I did also give the first holiday special uh, higher than you. I gave oh, it a right. two. You gave it a zero point five. 
It's lucky you didn't give it a zero. <laughs> then we have to review it again. That wasn't a rule back then, but we would have had no. to go back and go, oh, damn it. Oh. 0.5, that's fine. I can... Yeah, that's fine. That's our lowest you rating. Give it, you give it a two? I thought you would have been worse than that. No, I gave it a two. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember why, but probably I did. Because you didn't, probably because you didn't know the consequences. You weren't sitting uh, there looking at all this stuff and going, this is the, this is the <laughs> destruction of... Um, this is the destruction of all and the new hope has worked to build. And I, I think there was like potentially two parts that I might have found somewhat funny. So I thought I'd give it yeah. a two for that. We're not going to talk about the Holy Special Corey. Right? We've done enough. <laughs> maybe Christmas time. When December runs around, maybe we'll have a maybe we'll have a return to it. Yeah, true. True. Put ourselves through more. We're not going to watch it all, all the way through that. That was too much torture. It was, Yeah, it was. It was. But what's not torture, Murray... Is, is a recommendation. Yeah, a weekly re- great segue, Corey. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Um, wonderful segue. That was that was chef's kiss, right? So the weekly rec, the weekly rec for this week, it's got to be Lego Star Wars. Come on, it's got to be uh, one of the definitive pieces of Lego Star Wars media. It is. Nice. It's a video game. It's Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga. Nice. Did you know this was coming? Yeah, I pretty much. Yeah, yeah. This is the only video game. Count it. The only video game that I've a hundred percented. Funny in enough, my entire life. You mentioned that on the Christmas special episode. I did. <laughs> the complete saga is the only is the only game that I have a hundred percented, and I'm still proud of that to this day. Nice. I'm still proud of that. No other game I'm a hundred percent apart from this one, because because probably because I spent nine hundred hours on it. Yeah. Just Playing all the free levels as every single character or whatever. Yeah, or... I I did that with Lego Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was. It's the Lego Complete Saga is great. It's the it's the mix of the first two games, updated yes. graphics, more characters. It's it's amazing. I, I I really like the Complete Saga. There's nothing more I can say apart from singing its absolute praises mm. and saying if you haven't played Lego the Star Wars the Complete Saga, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Go out there and play it. You know, it's, it's literally, you can buy it for like less than a penny probably now. You can. Um, it's you can old as dirt. That. So yeah. you can probably get it for less than five quid at most. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. So 100%. I still have a copy on the Nintendo Wii. Uh, That's I've the copy got it. That I 100%ed. <laughs> I've got it on the PS4. Nice. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, for all you PlayStation, yeah, for all you PlayStation listeners, uh, if you get yeah. PS Now, this isn't sponsored. Uh, if you get PS Now, which is like a, a a monthly subscription where you can like play, you can play games by streaming them, kind of like what Stadia tried to do, but better. Uh, a lot of the games on there are like PlayStation Three games and like PlayStation Two games. Uh, you can get essentially you pay like four pounds or five pounds a month, and the complete saga is on there. So and it's on there forever, so you can just play it for free. Okay. Again, not a sponsor. So that's why I've got it, because it happens oh. to be on there. Again, not um, a sponsor. No, it's not. You just gave a very accurate endorsement of that, though. <laughs> it's a good... I like the service. It's a good service. You get new new free games every month. Yeah, well, if you want to sponsor us, if you want to sponsor us, PSN... Yeah, come on, uh, Sony. If you want to sponsor us, PS, PS4 Network, just give us a, give us a ring. We'll happily... Yeah, come, uh, come on, Sony. Come on. Yeah, come on, Sony. We'll, give, we'll, give us we'll... some exclusive Spider-Man interviews. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, go for it. But, um, 
yeah, this that is my weekly rec. Um, nice. I've got to rate it. You have. I would give it ten, but that means we'd have to review it. Have to do an episode of a complete saga. So we're not. I'm, I, I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it a nine. I don't even know how an episode on a video game would work. I don't know. Should we do? Should we try and do that at some point? Well, te- okay. Well, as you know, let, let, we both that. have to play it. Yeah, scratch that. Technically, Nightbook is. Yeah. Technical standpoint. Is, yeah, but if you want to be pretentious, and let's yes. be fair, there there are a couple of very pretentious episodes. If yes. you want to be pretentious, you're going to say it's not a fi- it's not a film, it's not a video game. It's like an interactive visual media yes. experience. Like we'll be he getting on big air quotes. Exactly. Like we'll be getting on to next week. Um, oh yes, but... that is a very interactive visual media experience. Exactly. Um, but I guess yeah, uh, we would have to play it. You'd 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 100 percent it again. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> then we'll just it would, essentially we're just reviewing the Star Wars films because that's all it is. It's the first. Yeah, but the, you know, we talk about the, the game mechanics, won't we? In the uh, yes, and the, the fact, fact that, that no one says a word. Yes, it's all done in Grant, you can, Grants you can and find stormtroopers in a in a hot tub. You could, yeah, beach troopers <laughs> in their bikinis and their helmets. Yeah. <laughs> And they're in their board shorts. They're, they're exactly. nothing tasteful. And you, you can know, get the rancor, um, and it's awful because it's tiny. Yeah, you can. Yeah, the little rancor you can you can play as in the mini kit when, section. Yeah, I hate when Star Wars things do that. Like it's a massive creature you have to beat, and when you, you, know, you unlock it, and it's just tiny. It's tiny rancor. Yeah, oh, I remember that. It's like smart. Have you ever played Lego Lord of the Rings? The, the yes. Lego Hobbit game, right? Yeah. And you can play as Smaug, and he's little Smaug. Yeah, he's not they a do massive it, they, dragon. Yeah, they do it with the Balrog. You can play as a Balrog and he's tiny. He's like little Balrog. You can play as Sauron as well, but he's like a minifigure scale Sauron. Yeah. He's like even big, massive mech Sauron that you fight, yeah. the, that you fight in the prologue. It happens with every Lego game. All it's... the time. Oh, I can't believe one day. It's like those those right, those Lego Marvel games actually do it all right. It's like you can play as like Fing Fang Foom and stuff and, and like Mega Venom and they're actually the size. Yeah, except for the first, I think it's the first Lego Avengers game. Uh, you remember the first four film? Is it Destroyer? Oh, yeah. Is that what, like, robot mech Yeah, the Destroyer, called? the big mech suit, yeah. Yeah, you get that, and it's a small minifigure. Oh, I know, I know that as well. <laughs> I'm glad, but I remember the name Destroyer. I've not seen that film in years. I've not, I've not seen 4-1 in years. Oh, the first Thor. Yeah, it's been ages. It's been ages. But yeah, I mean that's that's a talk about the Lego games. That is, and this is that this has been our review of the Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Yes, and it's a it's a goodbye from me, goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.
Why 